You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. The other night, dear, as I lay sleeping, I dreamed I held you in my arms. When I awoke, dear, I was mistaken. So I hung my head and cried. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Yay! Love you, Mama. <laughs> we still got it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, this is the Stephanie Miller Jr. show. <laughs> this is our tribute to my hero, my mom, my namesake, um, <laughs> Stephanie Miller Sr., who uh, left us on Friday. So, Travis, this may be one of those uh, disastrous life decisions I've made <laughs> to try to do this show today, but thank you for being here, Jody and Travis and Sean. Your mic's not on. Your mic's not on. Sorry. Travis. Sean's done a lot for today's show. <laughs> yes, he has. I still hear singing, which is, will also haunt me, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm trying not to look at you because if I start looking at you, I'm going to start crying and I need to be able to press buttons and see what I'm doing know, right now. So I, 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 I apologize for that. If I, if I don't look up at you, that's part of what's I going know. on. Well, right we now. haven't made eye contact in years. Why start today? <laughs> this is definitely not the day for that. <laughs> oh, we've had the most beautiful conversations about your dad's death from cancer and everybody's, you know, got a story. And I, I just, I am here with a couple of mama's boys and a mama's girl. And so I feel, you know, I know. I have kindred spirits here. Sean famously quit the show to do, go take care of his mom with cancer, who is magically doing great now. Yes. I feel like that was a little overly dramatic, Sean, but you know, I... <laughs> You're saying overly dramatic right now, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> Jody, your mom being Carol Burdett, I don't even, uh, I don't even want to know what that's going to be like for you and whether it would help or hurt that the whole world's going to be grieving with you. But I got to say, you know, I so appreciate if you think I've seen so many comments, I, I really appreciate all of them on social media and emails and phone calls I heard from the show and just when I tried to listen last week. So thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Um, wow, where do you start? <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, I called in obviously to the show last week. Um, 
and uh, it's uh, it's been a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you, if anyone has uh, been through this, it was uh, brutal and horrible and yet beautiful. You know, my mom uh, gave me lessons in just courage and grace and class um, that obviously didn't take, but uh, <laughs> I'll do the best I can. There, Steffi Senior shoes are big shoes to fill. Yeah, she was an amazing, amazing woman, and she uh, made it to a hundred. And you know how many times she gaslighted us, right? Oh yeah. I was. I think this was my ninth trip back in eight months. The last eight months, you know, she had pneumonia she had COVID she fell and hit her head she broke her femur I mean she just was a, a force of nature you know and uh this uh that last uh a singing sunshine was only two weeks ago and she kept going she I posted about five on my Instagram <laughs> she was like let's do another one let's do another <laughs> one she was eating like a horse like she always does you know she just never the woman never turned down ice cream <laughs> smart lady <laughs> and um literally you know my sister said she stopped eating about a day or so after that and I swear to God Jody she was waiting for me and she was put on a show for me like she always did and we have some clips of my mom on my tv shows over the years and you know a few years ago she um, said oh Steffi you know I'm just it makes me so nervous I hope you don't mind if I don't do it anymore and I realized all those years it made her so nervous but she did it anyway for me she was such a good sport and she was so funny you know and uh um Anyway, so we have some great clips from her, uh, you know, uh, it, across my, uh, my. Uh, well, is it? Would you call it a career? Not really. Um, <laughs> you know, I've had, as you know, I've had quite a few canceled TV shows, so we have so, quite a few clips of my mom on quite a few canceled television shows. Was um, was your mom? Am responsible I getting canceled the, right now? Was she the cancel? <laughs> was she responsible for the cancellation of all of your shows, Stephanie? Yes. This is the one that lasted because your mom did not appear on it. <laughs> Thank you, mom. But, um, you know, I, I called and updated you guys, and I know so many people. I want to open the phone lines as much as we can because we've always been a family here, you know, ourselves. And so I want to open it to your experiences because it really did help me, people sharing. And it um, it was, uh, you know, it just was a, uh, you know, it, obviously when she started failing, she failed so quickly. And it's just, you can imagine at 100, she had Alzheimer's. She was, you know mostly blind mostly deaf you know it, the quality of her life was heartbreaking and so I'm so happy that she's free you know and I just I would have done anything by the end of the week to just to, for her suffering to end you know I know a lot of us have been through that but I really lost my the last day I gotta tell you I just you know I uh oh my gosh um you know it's just there's those moments you'll never forget you know she was said I'm scared she said I want my mommy she was crying she said I I was such a bad mother she said so many heartbreaking things you know that we said oh my god mommy no you know and then uh I told you the last time she was verbal was Saturday and she opened her eyes and said to my sister and I I love you both so much I'm so proud of my family um I feel so loved so I mean what it took her to get back from 100 years old and Alzheimer's and dying to let us know that she knew who we were. She was proud of us. She knew that we loved her and she loved us. And that was just everything. So I just, you know, you get one mom in your life and you get one opportunity to be there for her at the end. And I hope that any of you listening take it because it is horrible, but it is, there are moments of beauty and grace that are just, will change you forever, you know, that are just profound. And I, I need to say something about my sister, Mary, who's my, my other hero in the family. She lives there, but she went to visit my mom every day, sometimes twice a day, and then she would put her on the phone with me. 
my ex Lisa, who's my friend now, we were remembering that a few years ago I said to my mom, oh, mom, I feel kind of guilty. Lisa talks to her mom every day. And my mom wrinkled up her nose and said, oh, dear, I don't want to talk to you every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I said her karma was in the last couple of years, I talk to her every day. <laughs> ha ha, mom. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> but um, anyway, my big sister, just my hero. You know, she just, she was a warrior princess for my mom. You know, there was one night they forgot to give her her morphine before they changed moved her and changed her and she screamed and cried and you know it's that special hell watching someone you love the most um in pain and suffering and you know we just you know lost our at the nurse's station we were Shirley McLean in terms of endearment you know times two times ten and there were two of us it's you know we were we were like two angry feral cats living in her room for a week because awesome. <laughs> because you know Oh, anyway, I just, uh, we went through such a profound experience together that we'll never, and we snapped at each other multiple times. I and, bet. Uh, you know, she's morally opposed to air conditioning for some reason. I don't, anyway, because <laughs> <laughs> it was so comfortable otherwise. <laughs> the alternative is but not we, good. I mean, we were saying even the snapping at each other and all of that, it was just, it was so real and raw and sort of beautiful and healing in its own way. You know, if you've had someone to go through that with, and Joanna, you I can't even make eye contact with you. I know how painful it was when you lost your sister to cancer, and it's just, uh, you know, tell everybody you love that you love them. Do it all the time, you know. Um, so it was, yeah, it was a brutal week. It was, you know, she kept ripping her oxygen out and, mm -hmm. you know, having to put it back in. She was screaming, and, oh, please, no. And it just, it, it was, uh, but the fact that, you know, we were there to kiss her and sing to her and, you know, was, um, anyway, okay. Ooh, I'm not even, may not even make it through the first segment. Um, <laughs> here's how funny my mom was. Do we have, let's do, <laughs> let's start with uh, Mom on my late night TV show against Leno and Letterman back in 1995. <laughs> well, what do you, I hate to ask, but what I, do you think of the show so far? Well, uh, I can't believe that you can say the things you do and do the things you do on a show that's a Disney show. Well, it is Disney. Uh, you say things that make me wince, Stephanie. All right, Mom, I'm sorry. I think maybe I'll have to call Mr. Eisner and find out about All things. right, we'll get on that right after this. All right, Mom. Your voice is like yeah. 13 so, octaves well, higher. Considerably before the change. Um, anyway, yes, as she famously said, Jody, oh, Steffi, do you have to work so blue? Why can't you be more like that nice Rita Rudner? She doesn't swear, and she wears dresses. <laughs> um, okay, one last one before we uh, break. We have a lot for, you know, all morning, but... Uh, this was the 80th birthday video I made for my mom, you know, before the Alzheimer's and all that. And so um, I'm glad that she got to hear this. We all did tributes to her and, you know, uh, but anyway, this is um, my tribute to her and my dad's speech at the, uh, my acceptance at the 1964 uh, vice presidential nomination uh, at the Republican convention. Hi, mom. It's me, your Italy Baba. You know, they always say save the best to last, or in this case, the least long-winded. But at any rate, we all know I'm your favorite. <laughs> but here's what I remember most about you, Mom. You not only let me have you on every television show I've ever had, and I've had a few, <laughs> but you listened to my every hope and my every dream, and you made me believe that truly anything was possible. As it turns out, you were wrong. <laughs> but it's the thought that counts. 
here's the kind of mom you are that I always tell everyone this story. When I did my first comedy sketch in high school, you stayed up all night ripping 10 dresses up the front and down the back and sewing them back together again so I could do my sketch torn between two lovers where two boys ripped the dresses off me. I know what you're thinking. It's the last time I ever wore a dress or the two boys ever ripped one off me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the thought that counts. Mom, all I want to say is happy birthday. I love you with all my heart and soul and you are and always will be the wind beneath our wings. That now I humbly accept the great honor you have bestowed upon me here. Your nomination for the Vice Presidency of the United States. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'm going to take, take a break now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we will take your calls. we got lots more. Um, the amazing Stephanie Miller Sr. right here on the Stephanie Miller Jr. show. Stephanie Miller Jr. show. Oh no, keep going, keep going. For much too much, but could you send back the only man she loved? I know you don't do it usually, but dear Lord, she's dying to dance with my father. sister and I got into such you know deep conversations we had a whole week together we said it was the worst slumber party ever with the worst snacks ever but we got into so many conversations about you know what you believe you know and religion and um you know I and I know maybe some people just believe things because it makes them feel better you know but I desperately want to believe she's with my father and I and I, I think she is I think so. Mm -hmm. you know do you guys I don't know what your beliefs are I just I don't know it's so funny that the um hospice pastor or whoever he is came and we both told him to scram <laughs> we I understand he that. was like gonna start reading scripture and my mom wasn't doing well we were like yeah. pastor i'm sorry my mom's just not religious I, she hasn't not been to time. church since my dad died 40 years ago i don't mean to say she faked religion for him but <laughs> you know but anyway i don't I, you know i don't know jode i don't know my sister and i think are both agnostic i, I just really hope so you Me know too. um 
she did you know she was the same with him she's like was so young in the 64 campaign and she uh they would her mom spoke fluent polish so they would send her out to the polish areas and they would write a little speech for her in polish that she was able to just kind of get through and then when people tried to talk to her afterwards like she could she didn't understand a word they were saying no. she, was like, I don't. she just smiled that beautiful smile <laughs> I'll never forget my last Christmas with my dad, uh, senior year in uh, college. My mom was playing the piano and singing, and uh, <laughs> he looks at me and he goes, just that we need another Pollock on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is why I think probably this is one of her favorites, too. Number seven, uh, Love and Marriage, Sinatra fan. <laughs> Mom's on a roll. Love and marriage. I'll skip ahead. Tab one. You can't have one without the other. Yay! Finished together. Yeah! <laughs> Tell your mom that was not our best duet. That was not Carol Burnett and Julie Andrews, but it was the best we could do at that point. Um, uh, yeah. I um, You know, it's like, oh, if you believe in signs, do you have fire and rain i just am like really universe so fire and rain was the first song that was playing when my dad died 40 years ago and you know whatever i think it was the last day on the sound system in the nursing home right i was like oh really or is it a sign right depends on what you believe just yesterday morning they let me know you were gone Suzanne, the plans they made put an end to you I walked out this morning and I wrote down this song I just can't remember who to send it to I've seen fire and I've seen rain I've seen sunny days that I thought would never end seen lonely times when I could not find a friend But I always thought that I'd see you again Won't you look down upon me, Jesus You gotta help me make a stand You just got to see me through another day my body's aching and my time is at hand I won't make it any other way All right. Oh, God, if I ever meet James Taylor, I'm going to punch him. But I mean, you know, in a, <laughs> in nice, a nice way. way. Yeah, yeah, in a super nice way. <laughs> like gently. I remember my dad took my college roommate out to dinner my senior year into college, and uh, he said, we're... Hey, Laura, how do you know a macho woman? She's got a Kickstarter on her vibrator. And then he snorted that big laugh. <laughs> and my mom was like, oh, Bill. Does he have to work so Apparently blue? Apparently my father also. Pick <laughs> up your father in this then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they both were so funny and so amazing. And uh, I hope she is dancing with my father again, you know. Punch Luther. Oh, Luther Randos has left us. I can't punch him. Okay. James Taylor. <laughs> Okay, much more Steffi Senior Show coming up on the Steffi Miller Junior Show.
I'm here with my mommy on her 100th birthday. My listeners all want you to know they wish you a very, very happy 100th birthday, mommy. Uh-huh. That's lovely. <laughs> you heard her. It's lovely. <laughs> it was lovely. Thank you. Uh, Fubu-fufu real quick, who just went through this uh, herself recently, Karen in Chicago. Hey, Karen. Hey, Stephanie. Yeah, and uh, my mom's anniversary was uh, while you were sitting by your mom's bedside. And I just have to say, Stephanie, I'm calling because um, we want, I want to be here for you, um, because I know how hard it is and you were so lovely to me and this beautiful community that you have built, um, was so good to me. And I know that everybody out there is, um, right there with you. We all love you. And, um, all I can say, um, from going through it is just feel what you need to feel when you need to feel it. I don't doubt for one minute that your dad and your mom are together. Um, I see signs of my mom every single day. She shows up, and you're going to have the same thing. She is going to show up at uh, times that you don't even expect her to show up. Uh, well, you and, know what? Um, I think you know, you know I have bad enough gastrointestinal distress, so <laughs> let's just cross that bridge yeah. when we come to it. But Yeah. No, yeah. and it is, and it, this is the thing. She, you know, and we know that she, we all know, because you have shared so openly, um, you know, your life with all of us and stuff. I mean, I just have to say what is so apparent is that your mom was a strong and amazing woman because she raised such a beautiful daughter who, um, despite all of the things that you go through in your day-to-day life, um, you show up for all of us and have and helped so many people out here to kind of get through um, our day-to-day lives um, with humor and just, I, I just, my heart is with you. Thank and you, uh, It means the world to me. And um, my mom's life was way more than me. She was amazing. I may have been her biggest mistake, but listen, she persevered. <laughs> well, nonetheless. No. I was the last little You're... drop of genetic material. She was kind of out of uh, bullets by then. <laughs> and, you, and you are her name. You're extra special because you are her namesake. I'm and, the Italy you know, Baba. I'm the Italy Baba. Yes, I am. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I want to say one more thing. I love you a bushel and a peck. Oh. That was the song that my mom sang to me. And, uh, and it's just, it's, it's incredible because music is such a large part of a mother and child relationship, right? Yeah. They sing to us yeah. all throughout our lives. And I did that for my kids and, yeah. you know, and it's like, and I really, truly, thank you, sweetheart. We're with, right. I'm with you. I feel um, it. I love you. I love you too. Okay. Well now we're going to make Doris Day roll over in her grave as well. I love you a bushel and a peck. A bushel and a peck and a around the neck. Yay. Extra notes. <laughs> I love you, Mama. In order to finish. <laughs> she needed those extra notes to finish. Absolutely. Joey, thank you. I agree. Lee Papa Rude Pundit is here. Have I ever called you by your name? No, I'm... Come not on. on the air, no, only in person. So it's a, it's a, it must be a serious time. I do have to, I do, you know, uh, just, just for a moment, love story theme. Yes. Where do was I begin to tell the story that, of how great a love could be? Was that one of her favorite songs? Are you really going to give me this morning, Lee? Really? <laughs> I 
really? Saying, you bastard as person. As far as, you know, what happens in the movie. <clears throat> There's lots of kinds of love stories. Just go ahead with whatever she wanted to say. <laughs> Ask my sister how many times I lashed out in Greece this week. I'm like, I'm so sorry. You should it's imagine, right. you should hear the guilt trip I'm getting, Lee. <laughs> yeah, Travis. Thanks for leaving me when my mom was dying. Okay, Lee. I know you've yeah. been you've been through this not that long ago yourself. Yeah, so in, in December, my my stepfather, who is my you know my my dad for for you know the vast majority of my life, um, yeah, he, uh, he passed away from COVID. I think you know Karen brought up something really interesting that that I think I I think that the expressing yourself to other people is so important. And if you have the ability to share it with a wide audience, I mean, I wrote I, as things were going on with my stepfather, I was writing about it um, on one of on one of the places where I write. And uh, and and, it, and it, it meant something to me and it meant something to other people to sort of show them that there is a community of mourning. I think that is, uh, and I think that's something that that you've done for a while, sh you know, sharing the ups and downs as as things have gone on. Uh, I just happen you know. to be a hot mess. I'm the person that makes other people feel better about their life because they're like, yeah, I'm not well, that, you know, that's I'm not what that hot mess. We're here I'm not that hot mess in her basement. I'm, my life is terrible, but I'm not her. <laughs> Oh great! You you know what you just did? I'm here trying to be all serious and sincere, and you just came in with the shit. <laughs> I got to just... that joke before you did. Yes, yes, you just shoved it in and twisted it. He said, there... he said "Shiv." Is... Sean, Sean almost died uh, under shiv. dove underneath shiv. the desk. Okay. Shiv, S H I V. There is no other. Trust me. How me, could she my, stab my me sister, with the other thing? My sister and I engaged in quite a bit of dark humor because it's the only kind at a time like this. We both had I don't know two hours of sleep in a week or something and you know i used to call my mom my 95 year old republican fox news watching mom and we were like i'm pretty sure having msnbc on is what finally killed her because yeah <laughs> yes, yes you know it's funny when my father died um i was 13 my 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 birth father i guess you'd say my uh i was 13 and he just dropped dead of a heart attack and uh and it was the first funeral i'd ever been to um, was my father's and you know for some weird reason it was open casket yeah me too um, me too yeah, yeah yeah which is just like are you effing kidding me um and uh and then I had this teacher the that this acting teacher from my high school and I had just started high school and um she came with a bunch of the students including you know you know, I was a I was a freshman, and all the seniors and all these people that I had just met came to the funeral, and they they uh, asked, asked if I wanted to sit around and talk, and we went to the little, you know, back room dining room or whatever, and they just started telling me the filthiest jokes, yeah. just over every one. They just kept sharing filthy, filthy <laughs> jokes until I was laughing hysterically. Oh, yeah. oh no, we, we we were losing it by the end, like the last day, and I was like, Mom, listen, you either get up and have a drink with us. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. This is just too much. Because I knew she would be like, what are you doing here? Get back to your work. Because there wasn't a yeah. day of my life, Lee, that I talked to her that she didn't tell me how proud she was of me and how well I was doing. Yeah. And I mean, she, yeah. was, she was wrong. But my point is that it was very nice of her. And I just, you know, I thought, Lee, at a time when this country is so divided, you know, with politics, I just thought it, love really is all there is at the end of the day. I mean, we stopped yeah. talking about politics a long time ago. But, uh, you know, I... I 
love really is love is all there is that's why i chose this one today love trump's hate yeah. i'm just hoping that yeah. you know that's how we start to heal this this nation but anyway get out you've overstayed your welcome <laughs> i love you all right love you too okay you take care okay goodbye bye <laughs> i love him and um, thank you lee thank, thank you lee, lee. I said it. I said it. he knows I love him. That was my thank you to him. Oh. That was my goodbye. <laughs> oh. I would do anything to make this week all about me and not you, Travis. See what I did there? <laughs> thank you to George who did that beautiful yes. video of my mom. Incredible. He's beautiful. tweeted, there are no words to describe the loss of our mother, just like there are no words to describe the love we have for her. I made this for you. I hope it gives you comfort and hope helps carry you through your grief like you carried me through the Trump years. Um, thank you, George, in North Dakota. So beautiful. We posted it uh, everywhere. Um, and I got to say, Travis, I there's just some amazing people on our side. You know, when my mom broke her femur, I got that text, you know, hey, this is Jamie. Yeah. We're so sorry. Let us know if there's anything we can do. And I'm like, I did my dog grow opposable thumbs? I'm sorry. I don't know who this is. <laughs> she, he said it's Jamie Harrison at the DNC. Yeah. Right. And I got home uh, to this message from um, Adam Schiff. Hey, Stephanie, it's uh, Adam Schiff. I just wanted to call and tell you how sorry I was to hear about your mom. I hope you're doing okay and hanging in there uh, thinking about you. Uh, she must have been so very proud uh, of everything you've done. Um, and uh, anyway, just send lots of love. You take care. Uh, we'll catch up soon. But just want to let you know that we're thinking of you, and if you need anything to, to let us know, you take care. That was so oh, sweet of him. Yeah, uh, incredibly sweet. kind. Um, I, you know, some people wrote because they're too shy to call. I'm trying to get it so hard. To, I'll try to get as many people in. But Mara, who, uh, Marin Winnie, who is the officially depressed bulldog of the Stephanie Miller show. She was depressed before. She really looks depressed, yeah. Um, she writes, Dear Steph, I heard the show last week. I was openly weeping. It reminded me of sitting at my dad's bedside while he passed. You feel like your heart's being torn out, but it also reminded me of the joy and comfort you provided my dad and me during those days. No matter how out of it my dad was, you always made him smile. His giggle those days was beautiful music to me. Other than Winnie, no one else can make him laugh except you. Aww. <laughs> I'm on comedy par with a bulldog, which makes me <laughs> proud. Um, I understand how you feel about your mom. My mom's my whole world. I love that every morning she calls me from the kitchen to say, it's Stephanie time. There's no greater sound on earth than hearing your mom laugh. True. And you go through this hard time. Know that Winnie, mom, and I are loving you with all our hearts. The Stepheads are here to lift you up when your knees feel like buckling and you're so loved. I think that the love and joy you bring to all all of this from your mom. She gave us you. We all love her for that love, light, and hugs. Uh, Mara and Winnie, thank you, Mara. Thank you, Winnie. Who wants this message? <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me take one more here. Michelangelo in Denver. Hey, Mike. Good morning, Mama. Hey, honey. Hey, um, I got to tell you, your mom, she's got a singing voice. <laughs> she's got she she's got a future up there in the choir. Take she's that, Carol Burnett. The, the lead voice. <laughs> so, um, I just want to tell you nine nine nineteen nineteen. I've got it tattooed on my arm now. That's when my mom passed away. Yeah. Um, uh, she used to sing Some Enchanted Evening. And she would ask me to play the 33 RPM uh, long playing record of South, South Pacific so she could get to that point. She sang it better than Rosano Brazzi, who actually sang it in the movie. Your mom is uh, right now. Yeah, she's dancing with your dad. You know, they're all dressed in white. Just think of Ginger Rogers and 
Fred Astaire, the movies that they did, the musicals that they did. Uh, your mom I did. And dad I did not inherit dancing. I did not inherit her dancing ability, as everyone in this room can attest. <laughs> oh well, she, hey, she, your mom and your dad come from the generation where white people knew how to dance. <laughs> come on, that's funny. Oh, that was funny. That was funny. Throw away. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh boy, we have so much to get to here. I'm not even sure where to start, but we will. Uh, um, God, yeah, music. Jody's not. Yeah. No, they say there was something with Alzheimer's, you know, that, mm -hmm. uh, um, but it really, what a, uh, oh, wait, this is an earlier version, real quick, of Love and Marriage. Speaking of her and my dad being together, this is cut eight. Yeah, here we go. Thanks for tuning in to Seriously Sinatra. Ready, Mom? Love and marriage. Yeah. Love and marriage. Go together like a horse and carriage. Sing with me. You can't have one. one. You can have one without Never. the other. You know, I, I can enjoy that better if I just hear you sing it right along. If Frank Sinatra does it, and maybe if I wasn't a single loser. Because it's a lovely tune. <laughs> I love you, Mama. Huh? <laughs> I love you. I love you. Aww. She has sore throat then. <laughs> we gave refunds that day for that concert. <laughs> 47 minutes after the hour on the Stephanie Miller Senior Tribute Show on the little Steffi Jim Miller Show. How often is someone concerned with the tiniest thread of your life? Concerned with whatever you feel and whatever you touch. Look over there, look over there. Somebody cares that much. How often does somebody sense that you need them without being told? When you have a hurt in your heart, you're too proud to disclose. Look over there, look over there, somebody always knows. When your world spins too fast and your bubble has burst, someone puts himself last. So that you can come first So count all the loves who will love you from now Till the end of your life And when you have added the loves Who have loved you before Look over there Look over there Somebody loves you When your world spins too fast and your bubble has burst. Yep. Is that George Hearn? Yes, La Cage au With my horrible French pronunciation, which is Les Miserables. <laughs> it is the Steffi Miller Jr. Show, a tribute show to Steffi Miller Sr., my mom, my namesake, my soulmate. Um, here she is in 1998 on uh, uh, Equal Time that I co-hosted with Baby Buchanan on CNBC. 
I have a big surprise for you, Bay. before we move on. I have another fine Republican woman here who's just come from the Barry Goldwater funeral who'd like to say something to you. Babe Buchanan, my mom, Mrs. Miller. Mom? Thank you. Hi there, Mrs. Miller. How are you? Hi, Bay. Send -off, huh? <laughs> Hi, Bay. <clears throat> Uh, this is Stephanie Sr., and I want to thank you for trying to keep Stephanie in line. I know it's oh, a huge boy. job. <laughs> I like to think she's just going through a phase, but she'll outgrow it one day. Yeah, still hope. <laughs> I'm hoping for the same thing, Mrs. Miller. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh, Dave. Did your mom just say you needed to be corrected? Yes. yes. That was the first time I'd heard a lot of these, and I, and I didn't see the video when I was listening to them. So this is all like and very... I hope, I hope you don't mind my saying this much later, babe, but off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, Mommy. Uh, Gina in Tennessee. Hey, Gina, welcome. Hey, Mama. Hey. Um, first, uh, I think we should start a... A uh, petition to change officially the name of the show to the Stephanie Miller Jr. Show. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, just seems just seems appropriate. Yeah. There you go. And also, not not only is she up there dancing with your dad, but there's no Fox News in heaven. Exactly. What's that? There's no Fox News in heaven. Oh. You know, right. that's how you know it was true love, Gina. Is I would have given anything at some point for her still to be able to enjoy Fox News, but she couldn't really see, she couldn't really hear, you know, she couldn't read anything. It just, I am, uh, you know, it was heartbreaking, the quality yeah. of life. And I just, um, I'm so, and I got, uh, by the way, a lot of people to thank, Jody. I, the people in the, that work in the nursing home, it, I, I just, they are tragically overworked and underpaid. Yes. And some of them are just angels on earth. I want to say a special shout out to Penny who uh, just my sister and I bonded with and, and from the slumber party from hell <laughs> and uh, just so kind. And she said, I've, I've never seen daughters as devoted as you are in all my years in a nursing home. And we just so appreciated that, you know, we, we just, I know my girlfriend asked, how you doing on the last day? And I was like, well, I've been living in a nursing home for a week. I, I haven't showered in three days. I'm wearing the same clothes. I smell like old chicken noodle soup. I ate old grits with ketchup. Uh, had day old sushi that froze in my mom's mini fridge i'm wearing salvation army gripper socks how are you <laughs> but you know just the amount of hugs i got and support and just there's so many great people there in the hospice uh nurses just um you know again angels on earth we just gotta uh, i want to thank them all um sue in rockville hey sue Good morning. You know, thank you for sharing your show, your mom with us, and sharing your grief with us. Because, you know, I was present for both of my parents passing, and I got to hold their hands and say goodbye to, and it stays with you forever. Um, I think it is interesting or very fascinating, our community, because I sing with my grandkids every single night when I'm with them. I sing, You Are My Sunshine. Mm -hmm. And I sing, I love you, a bushel and a peck. But we always, I always recite goodnight moons. So if you need me to, I will give you goodnight moon, which I have, you know, in the great green room, there well, was a telephone. Can I just make take a moment <laughs> to say that sunshine song is bull because they did take my sunshine away. So, you know, I thought but you know what? that was a your, guarantee. Your sunshine is in your heart forever. And that's. The part, you know, you know how long your dad's been gone, how long my folks have been gone. But the fact that you're so generous to share this, you could easily have taken the week off. You could have your private grief. You are so entitled to it. But we get to learn more and more about your mom because a lot of us didn't know her before we started becoming MOOCs. So the fact that you can share her and... 
Um, it, it, and I know, love you. And I only you only slam those you love into a hard break, but I, <laughs> it's what connects us all, love. And uh, we continue on the Stephanie Miller Senior Tribute Show. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. The other night, dear, as I lay sleeping, I dreamed I the uh, Stephanie Miller Sr. tribute show on the Stephanie Miller Jr. show and Glenn Kirshner is here and the only thing in the world are those blue eyes that can make me feel better this morning. <laughs> Hi Glenn. I, you know what I so had hoped I could tell my mom that Trump was in prison before she went. <laughs> anyway thanks for joining us honey and I know you just told me off air. I, we've all been here. You lost your mom. I lost my dad 40 years ago and uh, she's been without him 40 years. Um, but you lost yours pretty close together huh? Yeah, my mom and my dad went in the same year back to back. And um, I spent lots of time with both of them right up until the end, was with them both at the end. So I'm not going to say I know what you're going through because everybody's um, experience is unique to them and to their family. But I I do know how hard it can be. And I know how much I just, I think I can say every day I, I still wish that they were here to kind of experience what has come to me and you know grandchildren which would have been their great grandchildren and all this stupid tv stuff that i get to do now um because i know how proud and excited they would have been and i got to watch you and your mom through your instagram posts and you know you can tell a lot about a parent by the child that they raised so i, I know your mom was a remarkable, remarkable woman. Yeah, she sure was. Glenn, thank you. And um, you're such a bright light in my life, you know. I And we've had these conversations. I, I, I hear you exactly. I wish I could talk to my dad um, so many times about what's happened 
to his uh, and Barry Goldwater's Republican Party. I wish I could talk to him about being a Nuremberg prosecutor mm-hmm. and having a party that has Nazi flags flying at some of their <laughs> rallies, you know. And as we've discussed, I think it's why I have daddy issues with you because you're such a fierce prosecutor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it is really true that you just – there's all those – things you wish you could talk about you know and uh, I, I tried to say everything to my mom that I could you know every single time I talked to her and but it's just it is those little things like and every time she she had Alzheimer's Glenn she was 100 and every time she answered the phone she'd say Stephanie <laughs> you know, it was her way of letting me know that she knew who I was even though she forgot sometimes I spent all day with her every day when I was there because I lived so far away and she would forget I was there and you know there are things that broke your heart but there were ways that you know, she went through all that to to be able to tell me that she knew who I was, you know. And I, I was saying we stopped talking politics a long time ago, obviously. And uh, I just said, you know, love is all that matters, right, at the end of the day. And I hope that, you know, when we get justice, Glenn, that that's how we start to heal this nation is one, one person you love at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Steph, you know, maybe on the upside, your mom can now meet my mom and they can both look down and watch the relationship that we have for which i'm grateful just being a regular with you and the crew every friday and joining you yeah. uh, on your tour for your shows so maybe our moms can look down and my dad can look up and see <laughs> you know and see how i'm Glenn doing Louise. So, you know. <laughs> that sounds like a whole nother story okay <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. I You were one of my only comforts this week. My sister and I had MSNBC on as we do this week. We're like, sorry, Mom. <laughs> no, no Fox News. I can I can only take so much this week. But uh, just thank you for your, for your, just your, you know, kind heart and your warrior spirit. And uh, we'll talk to you again, uh, hopefully, Friday. And all right, be- Steph. My wife and I send all of our love to you and your family. Aw, thank you, honey. Always a buzzkill when you mention your wife, but I uh, <laughs> I love her, too. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I know, Mom. I'm kidding. Love you. We're going to have a power outage right now because of that <laughs> stuff. She's going to strike you. <laughs> Bye, Glenn. Love you. Bye, I love you. Okay. Bye. <laughs> um, <laughs> which one should we do? Let's see here. Oh, uh, 15. So this is my mom on uh, uh, I've Got a Secret. Or no, excuse me, Pure Oxygen on the uh, Oxygen Network, one of my many, many canceled television shows, Jody. Conway was canceled a lot, too. Oh, I believe this is the time on national television when she said I was ugly as a child. Oh, that's nice. And I've had a lot of work done. <laughs> so I'm starting my new job here at Oxygen. We're doing a practice show today, and as if I wasn't tense enough, I thought I'd bring my mom along. I need my mom. <laughs> oh, this is my mom, everyone. Little Steffi Sr. Hi, Mom. Hi, Steffi. I hardly know you with all your makeup on. <laughs> the critique begins. <laughs> We now know that she's the baby of the house. What was her little nickname around the house? Well, would you believe it or not, we referred to her as our little Baba. Because <laughs> she's very much like a little lamb. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, if you saw pictures of baby pictures or when she was a youngster, yeah. you wouldn't recognize well, her. She, she was like a little boy? She was a little ugly thing. <laughs> <laughs> And then okay. the montage of photos. I think we missed the stage whisper of, she's had a lot of work done. Um, <laughs> oh, mom. <laughs> you are so precious. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, this one of, was one of her favorites on the piano. Speaking of my dad saying, just so we need another Polak on the piano. <laughs> one of her favorites was uh, Mona Lisa accompanied by my schnauzer. Okay. 
my mom used to sing Mona Lisa and play the piano. And our schnauzer, Katie, would sing. I'll play the role of the schnauzer. Okay, ready? Right here we go. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. I know you don't like my Conor. I know you don't like my Conor McGregor, but that was a really good Katie, my mini schnauzer. Yeah. That was a you solid were, one. You were a wolf child, after all. <laughs> but it's also another one of your impressions that's no longer with us. I was abandoned by wolves raised by Republicans, so it was kind of in my genes, my original genes, exactly. Uh, I'm sorry. I know there's so many people trying to get in. Uh, Tammy in Rockford, Illinois. Hey, Tammy, welcome. Hey, Stephanie. I am... Uh... Not really a long-time listener, but you've gotten me through the uh, dark orange cloud for the last several years, and I greatly appreciated that. Thank you. Um, I, I can't say that I know what you're going through, but I definitely can relate to the slumber party from hell. And um, thank you for bringing this to all of us, because it's really helpful to me even nine years later. And it's so great that you've got humor to get you through this, too. My mom was a firm believer in humor and, in fact, to the point where we had a big dish of foam clown noses that everyone wore on their lapel at the funeral. So <laughs> we kind of got a little nuts with <laughs> it. But I had to call. I've never, I've never called in on something like this, but you just... You've, you've helped me through so much through the last several years that I had to call. And, Jody, I watched your mom's special um, this weekend, and I cried then, too, when she sang the end of the song because yeah. that was my childhood. And so That song is going to kill us all. Blame <laughs> my it dad. Is, right? <laughs> all right, Tammy, but, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I, yeah, I... I want to say I, I read everything and I, I feel it and appreciate it. I feel all your love. And uh, this I'm trying to get to some because I know people, some people are shy to call. Um, Leslie said, Dear Steph, uh, like all your many fans, I've been thinking about you all week, holding you in my heart. It's such a hard thing to go through. And I found when I did with my mom that I wouldn't have missed it for anything. It was the best and hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah, it is an honor and a privilege. It really is. Um, we sort of had the reverse, thought we might have a month of hospice, but ended up with only a week, the longest mm -hmm. week ever. Uh, I, uh, I didn't bring enough clothes, me neither. It's, it was <laughs> so grueling, but there were moments of love and joy and just plain humor. It sounds like you were also lucky enough to have. The last time my mother told me how much she loved me, she might have thought I was her aunt. She spoke to me in Greek, her first language, which she barely used for years. But I knew what she meant, and I knew enough Greek to tell that she was saying she loved me. It was a precious memory. I don't know if you had to deal with this, but my mom had the death breath for at least four straight three uh, days. Oh, yes. Three breaths and a pause where we'd all lead forward thinking this is it for four days. I don't think I slept much either. Um, even the hospice workers were saying this is kind of unusual. Yeah, my mom, once again, Jody, as you know, you know, just defied every medical and science expectation and, and all bounds of reason and logic. And, and it just, um, there is an odd mix of relief that their suffering is over and just never wanting to let her go, you know. So it's, it's, um, but there is dark humor. You know, my sister and I had kind. to talk about, because we're going to enter, we're not, that's why we're doing this show. We're not doing a funeral because it's just me and my two sisters. So we're, I'm doing this and then we're going to have a ceremony at Arlington when we inter him, her with uh, my dad. And uh, so my, we were talking about an urn. My sister's going to use something that she and her husband got overseas because, <laughs> but she was like, well, 
we don't know if it's the right size because we don't know how many the ashes mom is and it just i was and i was telling about this cartoon about there's an urn on a mantle and there's a bunch of ashes spilling out it said even in death bethany was not able to reach her goal weight and <laughs> i love I that's me that's you and me that's you you'll be happy to know i've lost a lot of grief weight <laughs> but you know just the dark stuff you have to talk about and think about you know it's just when I was saying goodbye to her I was rubbing her between her eyes like I always did and you know she used to put masking tape there across her frown line because she thought that would work <laughs> and, um, and her skin was so smooth at the end not a wrinkle in it and I was rubbing her after she'd gone and I said oh mommy all that masking tape and all these massages we finally got rid of that <laughs> frown line <laughs> <laughs> But she was, as my dad always said, the prettiest girl in Lockport, where, where we're from. Uh, just beautiful right to the end. Um, one last one. Uh, Jen said, Dear Steph and um, kids, because I'm too chicken to call. Dear Steph, I want you to know I'm so proud of you. I'm so grateful for your hope, inspiration, that you're still so clappy in this experience after listening all week. I have no words for the impact your stories have helped here. Part of my soul that I buried for the last decade. That last week was so difficult. I deep six most, most of it. I don't know how to say it, but Steph, because of your strength and vulnerability, you lifted me up in ways I didn't know I needed. The stories of your mom's struggle has helped turn uh, burn in images in my head be, that have become normal. My mom and I went through everything you shared to the tiniest detail. Mom passed just three weeks after falling ill. I wanted you to know you've helped me process and heal some of the biggest black holes in my heart, and I can't ever repay this gratitude. Um, I just want to say that I feel the same way about all of you guys in this room and all of our listeners that um, have written me. You've held me up, you know, with your stories and your everything, tweets and Instagram and Facebook and emails. And I, I just, um, I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm really, I'm, I'm super grateful. Um, okay. I think when I can't really speak, is a good time to break. It's a good time. Uh, <laughs> 19 minutes after the hour on the Stephanie Miller Senior Tribute. be good to torture myself with all the songs I used in my mom's 80th birthday video so I could make it less likely that I'll be able to what's the word Jody do the show speak yes yes <laughs> <laughs> so many singers I'm going to need to punch <laughs> 
I can never listen. It's like a, bre- a breakup. You can't listen to any song. Right. So many songs I'll never be able to listen to again. Thank you, Sarah McLaughlin. Like, it wasn't bad enough with, with the, the rescue puppies. dogs. Yeah. Right. I will remember you. Will you? of the angels would have been one step too far yeah, that, yes. I know your kitty just died and you just rescued two new kitties yesterday you showed us pictures of and I said oh I guess I'll have to rescue a new mom because dark humor is <laughs> the only the only kind the only. and the names that, that we gave the one cat came with the name of Daisy and the other one his his given name was Warren but we changed it to Vinny and both of those names are an ode to my sister because she had a song called Daisy and another song called Ode to Vinny. So. Aw, hooray. Uh, Betsy writes, Steph, uh, your phone call yes, last week uh, brought back so many memories from my own struggle with my when my family lost our 90-year-old mom this past October. The time was filled with love, joy, sadness, laughter, anger, fear, humor, love, love, and more love. Thank you for reminding me of this as you shared your journey with your family. Sending hugs and love from Pennsylvania. Uh, thanks, Betsy. I know some people are too shy to call. Um, Let's go to, uh, oh boy, trying to get everybody in. David in Chicago. Hi, Dave. Uh, morning, Hi, Steffi. Hi. Um, my dad's 98 years old. I lost my mom, uh, who was a, uh, 87, last year. Mm. And um, I just wanted to share a real quick story with you, a sort of hope that I used to call my mom when I'd be in the mountains or I'd be in the forest or rivers and anywhere and she used to tell me i mijo be careful you know and i used to call her all the time and uh so when she died about a year later i you know have an old rotary phone and i thought about my mom and i picked up the phone i dialed our phone number and i said hey mom how you doing you know i miss you you know i hope everything's okay and i hung up didn't think anything about it because i do those type of things you know remembrance of my mom and so the next morning my wife wakes up and she said, hey, I had a dream by your mom. Mm. And I go, yeah, what was it? She goes, she called up. And she said, everything's okay. And everything's fine. Don't worry. You know, and, you know, the Tarumara Indians and Apaches say when someone dies, they become even closer to you. They go into your heart, into your soul, into your mind, and all around you. So they're even closer now than they almost were before. And so always remember that the universe surrounds you, they surround you, and you're a product of their love. And uh, it's everybody's duty to spread that love in the universe and wherever they go. 
And you. you've done a good, good job, Steffi. So Thanks, God honey. bless you and your family. Thank you. And everybody that works with you. Uh-huh. Thank you, honey. That's beautiful. Thank you, David. We roll along on the Steffi Miller Senior Tribute Show. Mom's on a roll. Moon River, off to see the world. It's such a lovely world to see. She's a little pitchy dog. It's all right. That's all right. It is the uh, Stephanie Miller Senior uh, Tribute Show, and uh, I just trying to get to everybody. Um, so many great calls, emails, letter, you know, social media that I so appreciate. Uh, Aaron in uh, Oak Harbor, Washington, says, Steph, uh, I lost my mom in 1983. See, you lost my dad. Yep. And you and I are about the same vintage. She suffered from cancer, battled it for eight years. Uh, I heard you this morning. Uh, you're so caring of Jody and Chris and Travis and Sean. They are wonderful people. How blessed you are to have such wonderful and supportive friends who clearly love you. Uh, you are one alpha, alpha liberal kick-ass chick. 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 Sorry. Didn't I, just, <laughs> okay. I appreciate your tender, compassionate heart. I like that you also don't care for scary movies. Yeah. I, on the plane, didn't want... Anything dark, anything scary. Right. Oh my God, Jody, did I tell you what happened? <laughs> this is how I would believe that my mom must be up there. So I've never been upgraded in my entire life. <laughs> For I don't know how it happens. And so I'm back in my little middle seat and coach. My mom literally died the night before. I'm on a 7:30 flight, right. and the flight attendant comes and says, "You've been upgraded." And I just like I, I had like three hours of sleep in like a week. I just looked at her and I, I started crying. And I was like, "What? I don't understand." I said, "I don't." I didn't apply. Do I have to pay the difference? And she was like, no. And then I just burst into tears and I said, my mom just died. And so she started crying and the lady next to me started crying. Aww. And she said, you know, can I hug you? And I was like, yes. And she brought me up and put me next to this amazing lady named Molly, who we, <laughs> I will say it's the first time I drank at 730 in the morning, but we did have champagne for my mom. <laughs> and the first warm meal I'd had in several And I days. had a shot of vodka for her. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, this, I mean, it just can't be an accident. This woman named Molly, I, I, she and her sister went through her mother's death, but she battled brain cancer for 10 years. Wow. And, it, you know, it's probably my mom's way of saying, here, have a glass of champagne, shut up. <laughs> I lived to 100. <laughs> we went through two horrible weeks, you know, mm-hmm. but this poor woman, 10 years, you yeah. know, and, and uh, it just, uh, I don't know. Anyway, you know, if anyone would know my personal comedy, Jesus, John Fugel saying, well, no. What happens <laughs> in the, the afterlife? It's Hi, nice Jeff. to see you guys. Thank you for doing this special show for your mom. I know your mom's story means so much to so many of your listeners. <clears throat> and uh, it's just really great that you're giving this time to like everyone to to go through this with you and to tell you how much they love you and to tell you how much they love her and to uh, and to thank her for delivering you to us. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, John, I thought of you so much because I know that um, you did the show so much for you know, by ISDN from Asheville, where you, you've been through this times 10, right? Yeah. With both your parents. Yeah, yeah. My, my mom, um, when my mom was no longer able to, to drive anymore or care for herself, she moved from Florida to Asheville to be near my brother who lives there. So I spent so much time, uh, I, I made over 50 trips there in uh, 
a little over three years. Just every every three weeks, I'd be going down. Uh, the good folks at the old 88, the revolution would let me patch into your show and to do my show all the time from their studios. And I guess I always associate you and your mom every time I'm in Asheville with how I went there for my very, very, very long hospice. And you know what I love is I, I love how much you love your mother. I love that your devotion to her is a testament to the love with which she raised you. I love that your mother knew how devoted her kids were to her and how much they loved her. And whenever this happens and the person finally leaves us after a long, long lingering hospice time, there's two things that I always remember. One is that um, uh, they're gone now, but so is their disease. The illness is over. The dread is gone. The dread of having no control over this, the dread of not being able to help, the dread of not knowing when, the dread of wondering what else I could do, exactly. that mm -hmm. dies too. And your grief and your love can be pure without all that worry. And you can just be so grateful and loving to whoever's left us. But I also always believe, and I believe this in your case, that just because someone that close leaves us doesn't mean the relationship ends. Right. And I know that your relationship with your mom will continue to grow and evolve and take on new forms. And you will continue to view her and your opinion of her will, will change and will evolve over time. And you're going to find you're loving her in different ways than you even imagine right now as the time goes by. Do you remember so I'm just proud to know you. I'm proud to thank your mother. And I'm, I, I'm proud to be part of the many, many, many people who love your relationship with her and have benefited from your mother's goodness. Remember, she uh, she came to Asheville Sexy Liberal. Do you remember? <laughs> I do. And of watched, course I do. And watched our filthy, filthy teabagging demonstration. My mother it was, did that for it me. Meant <laughs> so much to me to destroy that much of what she had tried to build up, Steph. It really did. <laughs> To, to be part of letting your mother down made me feel close <laughs> to you. I remember Hal saying, I love your mother. She's a little handsy. <laughs> <laughs> but she smelled really nice. <clears throat> but, you know, John, I wanted to, before you go, and I appreciate you taking time this morning, is just, you know, I, my sister and I, you know, my mom was not religious, and neither are we. We're, I guess, agnostic. But it, we had, you know, as I say, the slumber party from hell just talking about all of those questions like what we believe and you know is religion just something that people that just makes you feel better that comforts you it's something you want to believe you know like I want to believe desperately she's with my dad now and and I think I do you know but I don't know if that's just you know uh, uh, something that you that you you know you want to believe so desperately like I don't know you have such a, a beautiful take on faith and on religion what, what are your thoughts well about the, the it? nice thing is the nice thing is and it comforts me every day that spirituality doesn't necessarily have anything to do with religion. And, and when you're thinking about yourself and the creator, whatever the creator is, it doesn't have anything to do with these men in funny hats and dresses being mean to marginalized peoples. Uh, I know a lot of good religious people. I'm here because of religious people. But um, we all have a different spiritual life. We just kind of get it chased away because of how negative religion can be. Even atheists and agnostics can have a spiritual life. It doesn't mean you believe in a big Caucasian god with a beard. Yeah. Um, but you there's know, something my father said to me shortly before he died that is sort of how I view. People always ask, what do you believe? You know, because I talk about God and Jesus in the Bible all day. And I, I'm, I, I was raised by people who promised I would never be born 
and then they broke their promise and I was born, so I have more guilt than any Catholic could ever hope for. I'm literally not, my parents promised God I would never happen. You want to talk guilt? I'm here. But before my dad, my dad, my dad was deeply Catholic, Catholic, by the way, and I'll never forget like a really long sermon once at the end of it. He just said really loud, oh, thank God, instead of, you know, you're supposed to say thanks be to God, but he right. was just glad that it was <laughs> over. So we yeah, all have moments. Mine was the same, but, but before my dad left, he yeah. said to me something that I, I want to just say to you. That, that I never forgot, and this is uh, what my book is about. My father said to me, um, there's two things God can't do. He can't stop loving you, and he can't stop forgiving you. Yeah. And that is all the religion I've needed. And I haven't been back to church since my parents left. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, my dad, my mom never went to church uh, after my dad died 40 years ago, we we always joked that she was faking religion for him, but better than faking orgasms, right? <laughs> a lot of people fake religion for many, many decades. It's no sin there. And, and I have been back to church, but only for Spanish language masses because they're next to my kid's school, and I kind of like that. But, you know, it, it just feel what you feel. And, and, and I do believe in a God, but I don't believe that this God is a penis-bearing man with a beard who's got temper issues and throws down lightning bolts in the sky. I think, uh, I, I think God is non-binary. I think God isn't bothered with gender. And I think God is there when you need it, or her, or him, or it. But, but it's just the big thing we're all part of. Yeah. And your mother got to come here and be a part of this life for a very brief amount of time. And we all got to be alive at the same time as her. You got to know her. And the gift of the years you had with her is going to continue to just make your life better. My thank time you. with my parents still makes my life better. Yeah. And thank you for adding a joke to my mother's uh, tribute show. <laughs> I think uh, the word penis I, cannot I, be said too much on a show that honors my Honestly, I, I want to put in something for the young people, Stephanie. Thank I want you. to keep them in mind. Thank you, John. Do. Thank you for so, keeping yeah. it edgy. Okay. All right. I love you, John Fugelsang. See I love you, you all. Take care. See you Have later this week. week. Okay. Bye. Love you, honey. Bye-bye. Uh, Lordy. Kent in North Carolina. I've been holding so long. Hi, Kent. Uh, good morning and uh, condolences, Steffi. Um, uh, I wanted to start by saying uh, all the best tip of the hat to the men and women of hospice. Um, yes. They do a public service. Their angels sent down to help us do this stuff. And uh, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to um, go on to a, a story I had with my dad. I was with him for eight months um, towards the end. And uh, one morning I got, um, I tried to get up early, earlier than him. And I went into the uh, pantry and got a box of Raisin Bran. And I noticed it was upside down, so I turned it right side up and I'm going, well, he just did the old scientist, you know, I expect stuff like that once in a while. So anyway, as a kid, he had a theory that the evil people at Raisin Bran put the raisins in first and then add the flakes on top. And I remember he always shook a box before he opened it. And he had it in there upside down. He had opened the bottom. And I go to turn it right side up, pour a bowl of cereal, give it a good shake, and four pounds of raisin bran right out the bottom onto the floor. And uh, so, you know, I'm going... I'm going to go ahead and sweep it up because who knows if that's really raisins or whatever. <laughs> and I put it right back in. I went ahead and opened it up, cut the other side of the wax paper, put it back in upside down, knowing that if he shook it, the same thing would happen to him. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Cereal it, was, he, it was a booby trap is what it was. 
and I wanted to rebooby crap it. And uh, so anyway, uh, he was a sailor, and uh, uh, I wanted to sit. You know, it's a couple more mornings, and he uh, did grab that box of raisin bran, and I'm sure he said, "Well, that idiot put that in there upside down or something." Uh, opened it up uh, where he had opened it from the bottom, gave it a big shake, and here comes the same four pounds of raisin bran out on the kitchen floor. <laughs> and right. he started cussing. And, uh, <laughs> Yay, I never, I never let on that um, I had done the same thing the morning before, and the uh, lady that did his house had just been there, so I knew the floor was clean. And I said, no, nah, Dad, you're not going to eat that. I said, I'll give it to the birds and squirrels, but I I never gave him the satisfaction of letting me know, <laughs> letting him know that he had booby trapped me like that. <laughs> All right, I love that story. All right, um, <laughs> you know you're only young once, Jody, but you can be immature literally forever. Oh, All yeah. the time. Oh, and yeah. My mom was, by the way, kind of a hoarder of food because I remember a few years ago, I was like, Mom, I think you had these crackers when I was in high school. Do you think these are still fresh? Because I don't even know how old the cereal was. <laughs> oh, I also, by the way, Sean, you'll be glad to know I, inhired, I uh, inherited her techno spazziness. I remember once she turned my stereo off in New York, and she, I, she punched it so hard that she punched the button through the entire. Oh. Yeah. So you had to, like, fish wow. around in there to try to turn the stereo on. And I was like, yeah, that's off now, Mom. That's totally off. You got that. Forever. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> she didn't realize the kind of touch you need to have with electronic equipment. A firm touch. A firm touch. She's very strong, Sean. She was very strong. Okay, 47 <laughs> minutes after the hour. We roll along on the Stephanie Miller Sr. Tribute Show. to sing that to my mom you know jody that's my vintage not my mom's but i used yeah, to sing that to her. she i remember in high school once said oh steffi your geekwood flat tickets have arrived oh. <laughs> that would be Fleetwood Fleetwood Mac. Mac. yeah those of you keeping track um, <laughs> speaking of rock stars and og sexy liberals house sparks hi honey hi i just joined to swing by and hug you <laughs> you know virtually I, know. I, I mean i'm in town tomorrow night for oh. The, the Actors Fund thing we're doing at the Whiskey and all that stuff, Leah Thompson is joining us. I'm just oh, saying, if that could coax her. you our direction. I've, I know it's off hours for you, but you're not sleeping anyway. So tell her I was drunk Lorraine all week last week while my mom was <laughs> dying. From I, 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 I believe future. you. Yes. Uh, 
So I may, I may have to, uh, I know you'll probably be comatose at the time, but I'll come in and I just want to get consent ahead of time to yes. hug you in your sleep. Yes. You, yeah. Never to heard come of, and go, never as heard to of say me. it in Sexy Liberal. Never heard of me too down here. Don't know. <laughs> time's, <Nope. laughs> time's never up for you. It's yeah. No, it is. Uh, that's right. Yeah. No, no. Well, I, I, I come, uh, you know, pre-consensual. That's the idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gave it's you like pre-consent a, years ago. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, it's like a vampire crushing your threshold. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> To do I, that. I, I pointed out to John, I do remember you uh, meeting my mom at Asheville, sexy liberal, and you said she is nice, but a little handsy. That's true. Absolutely. I, I Like yeah. I said, it runs in the family. Yeah. I don't even, yeah. Uh, yeah. even being a big old lesbo didn't shake that no, from you. I think not. it's, it's such not. a strong gene. Uh, honest to God. I thought you were half octopus. I'd never met your dad, so I was. I'm still convinced that he's that uh, the guy from, uh, what, Davy Jones from the... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean movie. That's the only thing that could explain it. I swear to God, your fingers are longer than humanly possible. And the suction cups are, if they're there if you look well, closely. You're, listen, you're sexier than humanly possible. Even my, I don't even know how, how old my mother was then, but you know, no well, women can resist you. No, no, no. It's a tractor beam. Absolutely. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a sexual death star. That's, I'm no moon unless you want me to be. The point is, all I care about is that you have a smile on your face, and I love you dearly, love and you big hug, and you're your sweetheart, and one of the go, few uh, men other... that can make me laugh and cry at the same time. I love you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Unlike apparently Trump, where everyone just cries around him. I think it's his breath. It might be. <laughs> it might be drift from the depends. It could be they're a little porous. I guess they're a little. Yeah, there could be a little whiff going yeah. around. Thank I don't doubt it could be a combo. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for not uh, ignoring the fart jokes this morning. Thank you. Everything yeah. feels like more normal. Two. Yeah. Right. That's right. right. He said, I like fighting number two. I like fighting number two. All right. Anyways. Uh, All right. Love you. Goodbye. Love you. Okay. Bye. See you soon. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, Kevin in Chicago. Hi, Kev. Welcome. <laughs> hey, Mama. Um, I didn't know what I was going to be able to call in. Uh, have the strength to call in, but I have to say, when I first tuned in to on free speech and I saw that Jody was there, I just felt so comforted that you're surrounded by people who love you and then everyone who's calling in and writing. She is my in. emotional. I, um, she's my emotional support person. She is going to allow me to put a vest on her and a leash and keep her <laughs> with me all day today. <laughs> Um, I am reminded as I'm hearing these stories and days go by, I'm reminded of how much you are alike. I also have given House Sparks pre-consent. Yes. Um, Everyone has, but, including my mother. But um, when, you, when you're, you're, you're playing these different songs and I keep, I keep just losing it because music is very big for you. It was also very big for my family and especially my dad. So like, um, when you're saying these things of like how heartbreaking but yet beautiful, the, the, you nobody until they experience it is going to know what you mean by how beautiful it is to see somebody slip away. And um, when we were when we unhooked my dad, we played. He had a Christmas playlist that we've been listening to since I was a baby. Um, so we played that, and then we played Beatles music, and then we played Elvis, which he loved. Yeah. And then Kev, in we the were final hours. We, we my sis oh i'm sorry honey go ahead no finish i'm sorry oh i was just going to say in the final hours we um put on a league of their own which is my favorite movie and because he always would joke oh i wonder if she's going to hold on to the ball this time so we gave him <laughs> one last opportunity to see if she, if she was going to hold on to the ball this time at the end but um he actually 
left us, his heart stops beating right during the scene of there's no crying in baseball. And I don't believe in signs, but you say signs. And if that's not a sign for don't, don't, don't cry. Okay, and we were me. that's a sign we and were meant to be because your your dad like kind of a Leslie movie, I gotta say. Yeah. I mean a movie about softball. Right. Girls playing softball? Really? And the last the last thing I wanna tell you, Mama, because I know we're gonna slam into a heartbreak soon, uh, is there is a song that everybody ever since I lost my mom that I have tell everyone that loses their mom, especially daughters. Um, there's a Celine Dion song and she covered the dance with my father, which is a, a beautiful song. Um, but she sings goodbye the saddest word and if you just want to like be in your own emotions and cry like a tiny baby there's a she did a video and in there there's a lyric that we had engraved on well now my parents double headstone it says the love you gave will always live and it's such a beautiful song we played it at her funeral and um so if you want a good cry that's exactly what I need right now is more crying (laughs) thank you Kevin right back on the Stephanie Miller senior tribute you are my sunshine my only sunshine you make me happy when skies are gray you'll never know dear how much I love you Please don't take my sunshine away The other night, dear, as I lay sleeping I dreamed I held you in my arms When I awoke, dear, I was mistaken So I series the big finale here we go mama you are my sunshine my only sunshine you keep me happy when skies are blue you'll never know dear how much i love you please don't take my sunshine she never did get that gray that's all right still did blues that's okay all right um once again thank you everybody for all your uh all the love i feel every bit of it rosemary in uh east hampton new jersey said dear steph we went through this last year when we lost my mom just short of her 91st birthday. Although she was 91, it was still a shock, remained so. Our experience was so similar to yours, and regardless of how many years we have our parents with us, it's never enough time. I remember feeling like we were the first ones to have this happen. Um, one of our dear, dear, uh, dear friends sent me this after we lost my mom last year. Uh, we read it at her memorial. I hope it brings you some comfort. 
You are surrounded by love. We all wish we could gather you in a big hug. And here's the poem, uh, unknown author. Your mother is always with you. She is the whisper of the leaves as you walk down the street. She's the smell of certain foods you remember, flowers you pick, the fragrance of life itself. She's the cool hand on your brow when you're not feeling well. She's your breath in the air. On a cold winter's day, she is the sound of the rain that lulls you to sleep, the colors of the rainbow. She is Christmas morning. Your mother lives inside your laughter. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's the place you came from, your first home. And she's the map you follow with every step you take. She's your first love, your first friend, even your first enemy. But nothing on earth can separate you, not time, not space, not even death. Um, thank you, Rosemary. That is really beautiful. <laughs> um, ah, okay. <laughs> We're going to, I may read that. We're going to inter her with my dad at uh, Arlington. He's buried right near the JFK in the Eternal Flame. And RFK, I may go have a chat about RFK Jr. That's Please a whole do. other story Please for another do. day. That was inappropriate Please to do. even bring that up. Yes. Don't say I don't think of you. I oh, the, the RFK farting story? Yeah, I saved I that. Know. I saved that just There is a you. God. You're right, then. I, there that, is a God last week. When God closes a door, he <laughs> opens right. an RFK opens window so he can fart. It involves farting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fantastic. Don't say I don't think of you. I <laughs> saved that one all week. <laughs> and people on Twitter were very unhappy. Very You're unhappy. just guilty about leaving me right when my mom did. Not that I'm ever going to bring it up again. You want to hold on until Kev- Monday, Jody? <laughs> Kevin in D.C., you're on. Uh, welcome. Hi, Kev. Good morning, lovely Stephanie. Good morning, Alabaster Angel. I haven't called you that in a while, but I think it's appropriate now. Um, and I just wanted to tell you, I will try to be quick. You know how long-winded I am, but I will try to be quick. I can't express to you how much of a comfort you were when I was going through something similar. In fact, it's the way the first time I ever called your show, I was outside because I needed a break. I I was outside in the car out of a John Hopkins hospital because my father was going through what would ultimately be the end of him, uh, brain cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, he, He got it first and recovered from it, and we thought that was cool, but it came back. But anyway... That is the first time I ever heard your show when in the middle of my despair from this, I came across this smirky, perky voice. And they say, you know, the old cliche, love at first sight. Well, this was love at first here. And I'll skip through all the, because you've just been through it, I'll skip through all the the trauma and and horrible thing of taking care of them. Ironically, my family says, (laughs) you kind of grew up because it was the first time I acted like an adult going to work, taking care of him and everything. But anyway, the last day when the inevitable came um, and I was numb, I mean, I'm not being uh, overdramatic when I said I felt my life life was over because my my idol, my superhero, my literally movie handsome 611 father was gone, which makes you wonder why I came out short and dumpy, but I guess it skipped the generation. But anyway... Stop the it. only thing that was on my mind, and I swear this is 150% true, through my numbing pain, the only thought that came to my mind was 8.56 in the morning, and I thought, Stephanie's going to be on soon. That is how much your show affected me and how much of a comfort it was. It made me get out of myself and worrying about him and being creative. You remember how we were in the, in the original shows and yeah. having something to focus on. You know, beside that, so I just wish. Yeah, we're we're like an old married couple now. We've we've slowed down on our slutty flirting. We've just gotten old. <laughs> like, yeah. 
<laughs> you know, but the the main thing I wanted to let you know is that I wish I could return the comfort. It was only you and two others that got me through that because I was, Thank you. you know. And in honor um, of you, I think and, Jody and I are going to change the name of the show next week to the Smirky and Perky Show. <laughs> Smirky and Perky in the morning. <laughs> Love you, Kev. All right. Take care. All Jeffy. right. Love you, sweetheart. That's a much uh, better title than stunts in the other word you're going to use. Yes. No, that's for the Republican Party, stunts and <laughs> um, oh, Lord. Okay. Um, yeah, we were, uh, Kevin in Chicago, we were talking about, you know, music and how important it is. And, you know, my sister and I, when we finished screaming at each other <laughs> and apologizing for the hundredth time after a week of sleeping in my mom's room with <laughs> no sleep and, you know, um, we played all the songs that we played this morning and was talking about the show that I was planning and it just we in our head our hearts think she heard it you know because everybody has different theory Jody like why she was hanging on way past any medical bounds you know mm -hmm. and just sometimes they're like oh they're waiting for you to leave you know you know sometimes they want to be alone so you know uh, you don't know what you know you would do anything to help end their suffering you don't know what and so I think she heard that and I think she heard us being happy and celebrating her and she went just after midnight Thursday night so it was actually you know Friday morning but um you know it, it and she went just quietly in her sleep you know we'd been so prepared for all the hospice helped us with the oh, there could be a death rattle that goes on for days and all of this horrible stuff on top of the already you know and it just um and I swear, I think she did it then because she wanted me to get the back to work. She's just like, stop crying and sitting here, you know. And, uh, uh, oh, boy. She's, uh, oh, here's, she's going to get me some brownie points with our uh, SiriusXM affiliate because we did a lot of Sinatra. Seriously. <laughs> here it is. Okay, welcome to Seriously Sinatra. Here we go. <laughs> If somebody loves you, it's no good unless they love you all the way. Happy to be near you when you need someone to cheer you all the Okay, let's play the real Frank so that SiriusXM doesn't actually fire me for that. <laughs> okay, welcome to Seriously Sinatra. No, no, the actual. There we go. <laughs> One of her favorites. When somebody loves you, it's no good unless he loves you. Happy to be near you when you need someone to cheer you all the way. Um, by the way, I, <laughs> my dad did love her all the way. And I, like I said, keep saying, Jody, I seriously, I seriously hope they're together. My dad proposed to her on the third date. And he, oh, wow. he didn't so much ask her, he told her. He said, <laughs> you're going to marry me, you hear? <laughs> um, he, uh, my, uh, my, her mother, um, she, she, he'd had a case, and her mother hired him, and so my mom was a witness, and my mom always said, he winked at me on the witness stand. <laughs> and uh, on the third date, asked her to marry him. And, uh, it, you know, anyway, theirs was a 40-year love story until he died, and then she's been without him for 40 years. So it's just, uh, 
Ugh. Anyway, I I uh, I hope and pray that they are that they're together. Okay. Oh God, trying to get to everybody here. Uh, David writes, "Dear Mom, I've been following you for years and years. All the love and laughs you give, which has supported us emotionally and mentally for all that time. Please find this simple wish for love and strength during this time. After listening right now, share how your mom is via the Steph Cast. Reliving the moments as I stood by with my families, we waited for my grandmother and then my stepfather to say goodbye." Uh, we will never meet, but you are loved by all of us that listen daily because you've opened up your life to us. The love you've shared for your mother, father, your beloved family are what connects us all um, in love, in much love, uh, the love of all your friends and family provide you light in this dark time. Uh, it's love and support your radio family, David in Mission Viejo. Um, that is true. Love is, is all there is. Um, uh, I was going to say, I just, uh, I can't even list all the friends you know including all of you in this room that just sent me beautiful texts um uh debbie boone who already love was her. lighting up my life mm -hmm. but lovely yeah i loved this was <laughs> one of the last ones i did with my mom i played it for her. she's like oh that's my new favorite song and then she was singing and then when i went to record it <laughs> she just completely blanked here <laughs> here we go i want to hear you yes right no you want to hear debbie boone you light up my night. No, that's wrong, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love you, Mom. We love you, Debbie Boone. <laughs> as, <laughs> as you and Chris said when we had Debbie on the happy hour for the first time, shh, shh, let Debbie sing it. Let her sing let, let, let her Debbie do it. sing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, that's a yeah. good plan. Okay. Here she is. Here she is, my friend. <laughs> oh, and then she did it. That was my favorite part of Sexy Liberal. She sang... You let up my life for the virtual sexy right. liberal during COVID. And she was like, sing with me, Stephanie. And then she went, okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> so many nights I'd sit by my window Waiting for someone to sing That's a mom for you. My mom's the only person in the world that would rather hear me sing that than Debbie Boone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one last TV clip. This is the Mother's Day show of I've Got a Secret, the show, the game show I hosted on Oxygen Network. And now, here she is, the mother of all game show hosts, Stephanie We were Lenner. dressed the same. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Oxygen's I've got a secret special Mother's Day version. I am your host, <laughs> Stephanie Miller. <laughs> mom, what are you doing? Hey everyone, this is my mom, Stephanie Miller. Yeah! I'm little Steffi Jr. 
Mom, how many times have I had to tell you I'm Stephanie Miller, the host. You're Stephanie Miller, the mother. Oh, I know, but I thought I'd be pretty good at it, really. Now listen to this. Okay. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> so that is so precious, but it's the wrong show. Bye-bye, Mom. We'll see you in a little while. Say goodbye to my mom. Bye-bye. 20 minutes after the hour, back with more Stephanie Miller Sr. Tribute Show on Little Stephanie Miller Jr. Show. <laughs> in order to finish. <laughs> Doris Day is like, oh, okay, Sarah, Sarah, but holy crap. <laughs> okay, Kat in Alaska. Hey, Kat, welcome. Hi, how are you this morning? That's so dumb. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want the answer. I was on so long, I didn't even think. Hey, I just wanted to say um, I'm offering you and everyone all your family support. And thank you. Thank you so much for what you give to us daily. And um, I, it's just amazing that you're even on today. I, I shouldn't be surprised, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, it's I guess it's my therapy, right? It's it's you know, my, it's what my mom and dad allowed me to you know train to do, and it's what I can do to try to honor my mom when it, when she was dying, and I'm in the room for hours and hours yeah. and days. I started working on this because I thought, you know, she deserves it. She deserves this. She was an amazing, amazing woman and mom, you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, we love you, Stephanie. I'm going to hang up now so okay. others can call you. Aww. Thank you. So Thank much. you so much for Thank your, you. This what is the best, you the best thing you can do for me is hang up on yourself today, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Getting so that almost others, to do a hard break there, So too. that others. <laughs> Don in California. Hey, Don. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Stephanie, sympathies and condolences to you and your family. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to kind of lighten the mood a little bit by saying that there's a 50-50 shot that LBJ is in the same place as your mom and dad. <laughs> and maybe on that dance floor, you know, there's a little hanky-panky going on and there's a smile on her face. You know what I'm saying? LBJ did try to cop a feel at the inaugural ball in 1964 with my mom. I'm glad I a smile to your face, Stephanie. I'm uh, again, my uh, sympathies and condolences, and I'm glad I brought a smile and a thank, laugh. Thank uh, you, sweetie. You have a, have a wonderful week. Thank you, honey. It is important. And it, let me just say, Hal Sparks, LBJ, way handsier than my mom. She learned from LBJ. That's exactly yeah. where she learned it from. <laughs> I would have paid good money to hear your mom say to Hal Sparks, you know, LBJ tried this on me once. <laughs> <laughs> and I knocked him out. <laughs> 
Steve in Vermont. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hi, Steph. I'm Hi. seriously sorry. I lost my parents 16 months apart, mm. and the only thing that helped us with humor, like in your family, I walked in to see my mother the day she died, and I said, hey, Mom, how you feeling? She goes, oh, I'm dying. I said, well, besides that, how you doing? And, and Dark George humor Carlin is the, got o- us through. the only way. It's the only George thing. Carlin got us through. Yeah, yeah he, there you go. Yeah. With, with, with the whole death thing, and I have to thank John. He was interviewing uh, Katie Carlin one day. And Ellie. I was allowed to call in and thank her for helping us, yeah. having her father help us all through that, especially when people come up and say, if there's anything I could do, well, the house needs painting, the yard needs cutting. <laughs> exactly. There's a lot I could get you and put your ways to work. All right. <laughs> I have another dark humor story I forgot after the break on the Stephanie Miller Senior Tribute Show. the other dark humor um, moment it's the only thing that saves you <laughs> during those times when my sister and I were with my mom and there's so many heartbreaking but also beautiful moments and uh, but at one point she was crying and saying I want my mommy you know and yeah. my uh, sister and I, she had a kind of difficult relationship <laughs> with her mom my sister and I are like are you sure daddy always said grandma was too mean to die <laughs> <laughs> she did <laughs> sorry grandma um but yeah speaking of humor and uh, the power of it uh, our goddesses uh francis and angela frangela who uh, ah, maybe sent me texts that made me cry who are also my sisters hi honeys plural we love you we love you and i'll say it again and again we are holding you and your family and we are here and this is what's wonderful about this community is is that we can t- we we get together and we laugh together but we also get together and we can cry together and we can support each other and love each other through it and i it is an honor to be here for you and your family uh, through this moment because your mother has been a part of all of our lives you know as, as angela uh, texted me. She said, your mother was the first one to recognize that Francis is not like us. She's Chinese and not to be trusted. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she has given us bits forever. <laughs> yeah. Forever. There were times I had no idea about Francis's Chinese heritage until your mother <laughs> ferreted it out of her. Yeah. 
for the, it is part of Stephanie Miller's show and sexy liberal lore now. For those of you that didn't know, when I first started touring with Frangela, I showed my mom a picture of us on stage in D.C. And, <laughs> and I said, Mom, these are the these are the women I tour with. They're so funny. They're named Frangela. They're an you know a, a, a comedy duo. And she looked and squinted at Francis and she said, Oh, dear, is she Chinese? And <laughs> I just said, Mom, no, she's African American. Do you know any black people, Mom? <laughs> Not racist, just unfamiliar no. with minorities. <laughs> or more familiar than we are with ourselves. That's right. That Where was it, Angela? Which sexy question. which sexy liberal was it that, that little Chinese lady grabbed onto Francis and wouldn't let her go exactly. for the entire Dragged her all around the city. I was like, I don't Francis is now in a new duo. It was <laughs> the best moment ever. It was she like just grabbed Francis right and like after you. that. Yep. It was like confirmation of what your mom had said. It was like, well, Mrs. Miller clearly knows more than all of us. I'm remember... not telling you nothing, Francis. I'm just saying there's a lie somewhere in your in your family. I'm just saying. Have you done 23 and Me? Yeah. I don't think so. Um, I, I just remember <laughs> pleading look on your eyes when you turned around to look at me and Angela. Like, please help me. And we were like, oh my God, we're going to the, the, the after party. <laughs> just kept walking. <laughs> you got there. Oh, yeah. I got there. We got there. And I got made you there. But you know, I'm sure you both have your own experiences too. It's just, uh, it, you know, it's such a common um, experience, and yet you feel like you're the only one that's ever been through that kind of pain when you're going through. Because it, it is your experience, yeah. and you know what? And this is the thing to me about grief and grieving. Don't you know? You get to grieve. This is your. This is your stuff, you know? Yeah. This is your mother. You don't have to you don't have to be feel apologetic about what other people have gone through or what have you. This is your this is your moment actually and it's your experience. Oh, I'm gonna use it with my girlfriend forever. I'm sorry, did I lash out? I'm grieving. I'm gonna use that for like the next <laughs> ten years. As you should. And can I say and when I think about people when you talk about your mom and dad being together, I believe that too. And I'm I'm an atheist, but let me tell you something. I really think that I have never left let being wrong stop me. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And I I am happy to be wrong and I am happy to know that the people we love I mean that is that is the thing that gives me any kind of peace in these moments is that there you got more people on your team someplace else who are there loving each other and getting to be in their best moment with with each other and that that is the thing yeah that gives me a peace and yeah. the, and just being able to laugh because i'm gonna tell you every and, time francis says something in chinese I'm like, it's hilarious <laughs> hilarious um i don't know what you're saying but that was and so, can I, so like stephanie mama speaking of my girlfriend can i just can we dispense with the stupid nickname her name is angela it is <laughs> everyone i loved is named angela <laughs> And How she's been works. wonderful. Picked me up at the airport, bought me sushi. As she always yeah. likes to say, I because I'm pescatarian, she said, you love everything that swims except <laughs> sperm. And <laughs> she's hilarious. Picking you up beautiful. at the airport, that's some that's true love. Right, yeah, LAX. That's true that's love. Love. Yeah, I told Lonnie never to do that again. We, he picked me up on Saturday. I'm like, well, no, Don't we're getting a car. We're, getting, we're booking a car. This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, that is, anyway, but I'd I rather just, take a bullet. I really would. <laughs> LAX bullet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I just, you know, it means the world to me. Your texts made me, every time I stopped crying for a second, you know, I got your texts and started crying again. And uh, just, I, I, you know, I, I think that's the lesson in all of it, right? Is love is all there is and tell everybody 
you know, all the yeah. time because you do never know. And uh, I was thinking about that funny. last Prince, you know, remember the <laughs> Prince dance party we had here? And there's Allie Willis, who's left us. You were all singing September with her, you know, Badia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Judy Tenuta mm-hmm. was there. Suzanne Wong was there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my next door neighbor, Danny, I just died. I just, you know, he was there. I, didn't know I mean, yeah. it, it is, it is, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it really is, you know, that saying, life's too short. It, it's life is too short, you know. Don't tell yeah. everybody. It's not, I don't like it. I, I'm not I'm not okay with this process. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. I have complaints about it. <laughs> All I'm right, writing Karen, a very negative like yell. You would like to Karen to uh, God, would you? I would, I would, this is unacceptable. <laughs> I, you would like to see a God manager? <laughs> I would, I need to see the God manager right now because this is, a, this is America. <laughs> yeah, you got some. Um, you got some. Uh, I, I, you got some white. It's your mama. You got some white lady Karen energy going I, on. I just want to. I tell you. just can't. This is not. I'm not standing for this. This is wrong. I love Francis you. has a much more evolved attitude about it. Because of her Chinese more. background. Yes. Mm-hmm. Our ancestors. You are my yeah. sisters from another mister. I love you forever and ever. We love you. Love and, you. And, and and take care of you. Hold you and know that everybody's loving and holding you every single minute. That's by the right. way, let I, us love you. I thought you are of, the sunshine in our lives. I thought, I thought of your sexy liberal rule. Every three to four glasses of Chardonnay bring us a little snack. And I looked at my sister. Her sweet husband brought us food, brought us wine. Oh. <laughs> and oh, last see. week, and I was like, is there enough wine in the world to get through this week? Not really. But you can't know that for sure until you try. So you get to it. <laughs> I love you guys. We love you. We love you. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Ay, ay, ay. There they go. Uncle Gary in New York. Hi, Gary. Hello, Gary. Gary. Going, really, Gary? You couldn't hang in there today? Really? Of all days. Of Thank all Gary. Days. Thank Gary. Thanks, Gary. Okay. Bob in Indiana. Hi, Bob. Hello, Bob. Is today the, is, the is day that our the, phone system has failed? Stopped working. <laughs> okay. Might be the time to... Uh, let's try one more, and if uh, not, we'll reset. Tracy in Mesa, Arizona. Hi, Trace. Yeah, we need to reset. Yeah, let's... Oh, that's what's happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I just say, Jody, you've been through it. There is, you know, by the time you get, you know, I was actually, let's see, I slept there eight nights. My sisters slept there the last six nights with me in my mom's room at the nursing home. And, you know, I got barely any sleep. And yet I wouldn't trade that honor and that privilege for anything in the world because it was just such moments of grace and beauty. But... You're so desperate at that point. You know, you're trying to understand because every nurse, doctor, I didn't think I was going to make it in time. Mm-hmm. You know, they had, right? So I was, that was all. And then when this went on and on and on and you were watching the person you love the most in the world suffer, I just thought, I don't, I don't, what can I do? You know, and people are like, oh, you have to leave. Sometimes mm-hmm. they don't want you to see them. They want, yeah, sometimes this, they're waiting for this. And you're, you're but anyway, I, I, a medium, a reverend who's a, you know, psychic, a medium in Cleveland reached out. And at that point, I just, but she was so kind. I mean, I don't know, again, whether we just, whether it's religion, psychics, whatever, we just believe what we want to believe because it makes us feel better. Yeah. I don't know. But at that point, I was like, thank you so much. I'll take any help I can get, any, <laughs> you know, any prayers, any intuition on what will help my mom, mm-hmm. you know, be at peace you know and so she just wrote me a whole long thing which I just Barb I wanted to say thank you that was very kind of you and so I wrote her thank you and I said my mom actually passed that night I told her everything she said which I already had I had said it's you know it's okay to go Mm -hmm. you know right it's okay to go that we love you so much we're gonna miss you forever but you know 
you must be so tired and we want you to be with dad and we want you to rest and you know it, it's okay to let go she's such a fighter you know I think yeah. that's part of it but um Barb wrote afterwards um so sorry for your loss those feels like empty words there's really not any something anyone that can say that helps us heal losing our mother is a void nothing fills the thing that helped me is knowing my mom was free and no longer suffering remember every time she pops in your mind it's that she's with you just say whatever you want to say and know that she hears you um, your mom is so free right now. She is aware of everything you did for her. She has so much love and gratitude. She's happy, laughing, dancing, playing, doing things she hasn't been able to do in ages. Your dad took her home. They're together and look like in their 20s. She's laughing, saying, Stephanie thinks she looks good for her age. Look at me, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> she wants you to be happy. So glad She's so glad you found love. Don't blow it. And she laughs again. <laughs> that is my mom. That's my mom. She really loves you more than you know. Many blessings, Barb. Um, thank you, Barb, for sharing all your uh, gifts with me uh, as well. All right. I have one more segment to get through. We can do this. <laughs> it's on the Stephanie Miller Senior Tribute Show. to the list of musicians I need to punch because I can <laughs> don't, never don't. She's, an icon. she's a treasure so she's many a songs treasure. so many songs ah uh, now that my mom has passed my my hero my uh, soulmate my namesake and as this end of the song says thank you thank you thank god for you you know I mean it just I'm sure you're like that Jody you know that uh, I know your mom's a national treasure but I know it's just that's not doesn't capture the private relationship you know I mean it's uh I know you and your mom are so close so I'm glad to thank you so much for coming in a day early and thanks for taking over for that bastard Travis that left Who's, me while yeah, my mother's I mean, dying deserter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is he still here oh, <laughs> uh, our moms are our, our national treasures to all of us exactly you're a good boy and so Sean both my, got a couple of mama's boys and a mama's girl here um Paul Simon on the list of people to punch 
just in a loving way in a loving way yes sure yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm grieving Care for the life of me. Remember a Saturday. I know they say let it be, but it just don't work out that way. And the course of a lifetime runs over and over again. No, I would not give you false hope. On the strange and mournful day, but the mother and child reunion is only a motion away. Hope I see you again, Mama. Marie, Marie in Atlanta. Hey, Marie, welcome. Hello. Really, really, really. Our phone system is not working. Okay, uh, let's try one more. Uh, Seth, not the home of hope in L.A. Hey, Seth. Hey, Yay. Stephanie. Hi. Um, this has been a beautiful show. Thank you, sweetie. And I, I just I want to let you know it, it gets better. There comes a time when the, the loss never disappears, but when the heartache and the pain is really replaced with just beautiful memories. And I want to pass on to you the best words of advice that were given to me when my mom passed. And I've shared them with everyone who loses a parent. Look both ways before you cross the street. <laughs> you know, it's because I, you're so lost in the thought. You could walk into the middle of traffic know. and have no idea what you just did. No, Look both ways. Yeah, trust me, I am so scrambled right now. And I, you know, I was going to say, uh, Jody, I, I don't know. See, I lost my thought train right there. Okay. Just went away. That's all right. Went away. It'll happen. We'll never be back. <laughs> the left the station. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, I don't. Uh, I can't remember what he just said, but uh, it, it really is uh, a time that, you know, it, I think you're just so numb and you're so shattered and you're so, uh, you know, dealing with, with all of it, you know, that, that it's, uh, I, uh, it's a little, it is overwhelming. Tracy in uh, Mesa, you're on the Stephanie Miller Show. Hello, Trace. Oh, I know I was going to say Joe Biden. You know, the president actually gives me inspiration with all he's lost. And go. when he says there will come a day that that your loved one will bring a smile to your and face instead tear. of a tear to your eye. Yep. Tracy in Mesa, Arizona. Hey, Trace. Hmm. Okay. All right. Really? So now there is no God because really, really, <laughs> I got through three hours. But now, Christy in Tennessee. Let's try one last one. Hi, Christy. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Hi guys. Hi. Hey, um, on behalf of all the blue dots in Tennessee. We just want to send our love and a huge hug on the loss of your mom. Thank you. All right. Oh. And <laughs> just to say that you've um, really helped keep me and a lot of other people sane through this horrible time in our 
political environment, and you're just a thank you, honey. That's, a wonderful light. I, I have to tell you, my mental health is really hanging by a thread. No, so if yours is hanging from my thread, that's hanging. Mm. I wish us both luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that made her chuckle. That's See, nice. There we <laughs> go. Go on with a laugh. <laughs> Mike in Chicago, real quick. Hey, Mike. Hey, Steph. My deepest condolences to you. I'm so sorry about the passing of your mom, but you. I, I want to share a very quick story with you, if possible. Okay. I lost my dad 16 years ago, and uh, when he, about a month after he died, he came to me in a dream, and he looked me straight in the face in this dream, and he was, he was the picture of perfect health, and he looked at me straight in the eye, and he said, "Wait." until you see it it's awesome (laughs) and and i and i woke up and and that brought me such comfort knowing that he was in a good place yeah but i just wanted to share that with you mike thank you And, and i hope i hope that brings you some comfort it sure does um I got to thank also Chris Lavoy, who's on vacation, but also helped us put together a lot of Hold stuff of today. Yeah. And uh, we will be back next week with Chris and Jody and I, our brand shiny new executive producer. Travis, thanks for all your help. Sean, you are amazing for putting all this stuff uh, together today. I told you guys, I said I was more nervous about this show than any show I've ever done in my whole life because I didn't want to screw it up. You did it. From you my did. mom. You did and so well. <laughs> you guys, uh, you guys were so, so great. And I just, I love you all so much. And I love all of the listeners that have just showered me with love and support this week so hopefully we'll be back to normal uh, fart jokes tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> love you guys love you mom